Hello again, hockey fans. Are you ready to brave the wild with me, your host, Paladino Joey? It is Wednesday, November the 13th, 2013. This is episode number 69 of Brave the Wild, so one more to 70. Yes, sir. And with me, once again, Neil Dog-Tasing! Yeah! Welcome back, welcome back. Rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Are, are you ready to talk some hockey? Oh, yeah. Yes. I was born early. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. This is a, it's a good time. Uh, this is the shootout show, Neil. This is the shootout show. Uh, <laughs> three games to review, all shootouts. All shootouts. Can you believe it? I No, I can't. It's, yeah. <laughs> Crazy week. It really is. It's like final shootout, final shootout, final shootout. Yeah, well, all right then. <laughs> well, the first one was Thursday, November the 7th. And yes, listeners, we do apologize. The schedule is just ever-changing all the time. Hopefully we can finally get to a point where it's like Sunday night or or Monday or something. Sunday or Tuesday. Yeah, that, that's kind of what it generally is. But this week was distracted with Kimberly's explosion on Tuesday. So it's just like, ah, <laughs> it's tiring, isn't it? <laughs> uh, You're like, thanks a lot, Joe. <laughs> yeah, Joe, what the heck? Yeah, either Sunday or Tuesday, though, generally. This is a really weird, rare exception, so that's why we throw in the Toronto game for the third. We would only have two games to review, but instead, yes, Thursday, November the 7th, the Minnesota Wild head to the nation's capital to play the Capitals. Uh, Alex Ovechkin and the other Nicholas Backstrom, the very good one. And, uh, well, uh, the Wild are winning most of the game there. Most of the game. They actually were trailing early, but then took the lead. What a surprise. Who scored the first goal? Alex Ovechkin, <laughs> assisted by Nicholas Backstrom. Yep. What a shock, right? Mm-hmm. It was on uh, it was a power play, too. Yes, it was. Power play goal. It was actually pretty nice. Just kind of classic Alex Ovechkin, where it's just like he's kind of He's got an open, uh, well, not an open net, but he's got an opening, and uh, he took it, and he he got it. That's basically all there is to it. Yeah. And it was a mm-hmm. wide open on the bottom of the um, bottom of the um, circle. Mm-hmm. Literally, yep, 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 exactly, the circle. And he's able to bury it, so there it is. It's like, ah, sheesh. Yeah, I mean, Washington is one of those teams. They're good, and they're they're good, and they're not so good. It's kind of up and down. It's just, um, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you think the Wild can beat them. They've been playing so well. Next thing you know, Charlie Coyle, who's starting to get his, uh, you know, he's starting to get his, his hockey legs back, you can say. Starting to get things moving again. It, it it takes time coming back from a knee injury, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Lucky not an ACL or anything, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> it was kind of like a strained meniscus type of deal, but he's back out there again. Uh, scores his first power play goal late in that first period. Zach Creasy, Miko Koivu, that's the, uh, the top line now. So Charlie Coyle not the center anymore. Back to right winger. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh- do you like that elite first line, Neil? Do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, we're doing pretty good uh, as of late with it. Definitely. 
Yeah, it seems like we're kind of settling into the the lines now. They're starting to really show up here. I mean, you're seeing the first line with the Wilds' first goal here, and um, the second line scoring the Wilds' second goal. <laughs> Mikhail Granlin with his second goal of the year. Jason Tumminville and Nito Niederreiter assisting on that one. Uh, that was pretty fun stuff. Always like to see what uh, these guys have to offer out there. That that second line though is in a lot of ways the story of the season thus far, at least the successful part of it. Mhm. Definitely. They've been uh, pretty awesome. Uh, how they can they find each other out there? Yeah, just the the vision and such, and the the accuracy, of the passes, and the ability to finish. It's been pretty awesome. It's nice to see Granlin scoring now. He'd pretty much been uh, just assist, and that's it. And Pominville pretty much been goals, and that's it. But uh, now now they're starting to kind of help each other out back and forth. It's pretty cool to see. Pretty cool. you got to like that, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, you betcha, guys. Shoot the ball, eh? <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh, but it's like the Wild just hanging on to that lead. It's like, sweet, we're going to win, we're going to win. Yes, just hang on, hang on. Uh, Washington was getting a few chances, but it, they weren't necessarily like going berserk on on the deal. Uh, Harding faced 27 shots. The Wild put up 35. It's like, oh, the man, Wild just, Wild are like all guns are blazing. They're going to finish this thing, maybe get one more goal, make it 3-1. to one. But Washington is able to tie it up. Ah. Uh, uh. Marcus Janssen, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Janssen just killing us. Mm-hmm. Marcus Johansson, excuse me, excuse me. That's that's my fault. Marcus Johansson, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he tied it up. He tied it up. Yep. He he got an assist on that Ovechkin goal as well, by the way. But, oh, man. <laughs> so when you saw the game get tied up like that with like only three minutes left, it's like, oh, why do you have a why do you have a crappy feeling? This thing's not going to go our way. Mm-hmm. You can just feel it. Uh, the Wild, at this point, very unsuccessful in the shootout, and because obviously you went to overtime, nothing going, and then here comes the shootout, and uh, again nothing going. Mm. The Wild, yep. yeah, pretty sad. Mhm. I'm sorry, I keep jumping in on you. Go ahead again. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just saying that's pretty sad, especially yeah. us in the shootout this year. Mhm. It's it's really frustrating. It's the old deal where. You get out there, you're all excited, or, yeah, you figure, oh, well, maybe let's see what can happen. Come on, please, you can do this. And it's like, ah, before you know it, <laughs> before you know it, the other team is jumping and running running down the ice, and we're just like, oh, great. <laughs> and it only took one goal to win the shootout, so we, it's not like we didn't have a chance to win it. Yeah, it's like back and forth, back and forth, uh, stop, 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 and then, Nicholas Backstrom beats Josh Harding. It's like, wait, wait, what now? Nicholas Backstrom beats Josh? I don't know. Just, just, it just sounds funny, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I just laugh every time I hear it. I don't know. It's just funny. Obviously, that Nicholas Backstrom is freaking awesome. But, you know, it, it is funny when you get a guy with the exact same name. Charlie Coyle couldn't finish. Seems like Koivu, who used to just dominate in shootouts, suddenly is just uh, not all too special, at least certainly not of late uh, until the next couple nights. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, th- this was frustrating. The Wild were on such a nice run, and then to see it just end like that, it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
we just got it swiped away from us this night because of that that Marcus Johansson's goal. I think we're pretty lucky to come out though with uh, at least a point against the Capitals. They're a dangerous team. Yeah, no doubt. They have a lot of. They certainly have a lot of firepower, don't they? Mm. Yeah. So they, you know, at least uh, you know that top line with Backstrom and uh, of course Ovechkin. It's pretty pretty lethal in that Johansson as well. Yep. You used to have Alexander Semin, but he's on the next team that we played, the Carolina Hurricanes. That was a fun game, actually, very fun. Uh, Saturday, November the 9th, Minnesota Wild defeat Carolina in a shootout, similar fashion, two to two tie heading into OT. Jason Pominville is just the man again. Beautiful, beautiful goal early. It was just amazing how quickly Carolina tied it up, but I mean, it was a. I really thought that was a pretty goal by Pominville, though. Yeah. Like no Pominville. It was a breakaway, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a. It was a. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. That that's exactly what it was. Yeah, it was a, and it was a pretty goal. Nice pass by Suter. Also, yep, Suter had the puck and forwarded to Jason Pominville, and he was able to to bury it for his 11th of the year. Carolina quickly tied it and then later took the lead. It's like, oh, my, what the hell? We're at, we, now, we beat Carolina in Carolina. We we can't lose to them at home, can we? Uh-oh. Actually, this this is the road. Excuse me. I'm getting screwed up. We we beat them pretty soundly here, but now it's on the road. Pardon me. Yeah, um, it was on the road, yep. <laughs> I'm, like, losing my mind here. Sorry. Uh, welcome, to, welcome to podcasting, uh, burning the midnight oil, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been a long day. Uh, imagine that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh This is one of those games where it, it wasn't pretty, but the Wild were fortunate enough to hang in there. That was the good part. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we it was pretty awesome. We came back and tied it up two two. Yeah, Justin Fontaine again, Justin. Fontaine. Yeah, it seems like, yeah, this one was more of kind of like the guys, the deeper <laughs> the deeper parts of the team. Uh, Scandella keeping the puck in the zone, which was nice. And then you simply had Spurgeon win with a very, actually very uh, nice play. He Well, he, he was putting the puck on net, and Fontaine redirected it, put it in there. Man, that felt good. I was like, wow. I bet Carolina, I could just imagine the frustration because we literally did to them what Washington did to us, pretty much. <laughs> Maybe not as, uh, well, it wasn't as late in the game, but just saying, in, in a way, it was like that for them, though, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about, about midway through, I'm like, yeah, it was, uh, that third period was just a grinded-out deal, overtime grinded-out, not really, nothing all too exciting, unfortunately, but the overtime was extremely, uh, extremely exciting. The Wild just scored three straight. <laughs> yeah, in the shootout. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was that was awesome to watch. I was, I got to see it, and it was, it was amazing how it just clicked. Everyone just clicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just went right. Yep, they got him right past uh, the Carolina goalie. Nice moves by. By Parisi, Koivu, and Pominville. I mean, they they all made it look easy, though. I mean, it wasn't like the most spectacular moves in the world. They're pretty much their bread and butter type moves, but they were able to get it done, and that's all that matters. It's uh, 
in a lot of ways, you just keep it simple rather than try to make too many moves because it's, you know you you run out of time, you're done. You know. Yeah. It's not like you can turn around and try again. Obviously, that's the whole point of the shootout. It's just a quick one-on-one with the goalie. Uh, that was cool. Very cool to see them all go in. It's like wow. It's like the opposite of what some of our shootouts have been of late. Mm, it's kind of. Mhm. For real, you I know. Like, I like uh, some of those. Uh, Oh, yeah. Deked out the goalie and stuff. Oh, yeah, the way he deked him out? Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I think his was the prettiest, yes. And that's, yeah, when he scored there, it's like, we did it. We did it. Yes. We we got a nice road win here. Carolina's one of those teams, I swear, they're, ah, it's like they're kind of in an identity crisis where they have talent, but they're just not winning, you know. I mean, they're not terrible, but, man, they're just not winning. I mean, I... I, I kind of like them a little bit, if you can't tell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I just kind of like them. I don't know if it's because oh. Cullen was there or what the deal was. Uh, probably. Mm-hmm. And Rod Brindamore, I really liked him. I always imagined him on the wild way back in the day. I always just imagined that. But, you know, it's just, eh, luckily we got somebody much bigger and better with Zach Parisi and the Pominvilles and such. I mean, what a, just, just, I'm so amazed at how, how stacked this team is right now. Yeah. We're uh, definitely have a pretty good offensive power. For sure. I mean, and we're getting it all the way down to the fourth line, even, believe it or not, or at least third, we'll say. Uh, Justin Fontaine, an undrafted rookie, 25 year old rookie out of Minnesota Duluth. Really valuable piece, isn't he? Yeah, definitely a young kid that's uh, proven that he's uh, NFL, or, uh, NFL. NFL, NHL ready. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, look at us. We're all, we're all like, let's go Vikings, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, heck, I've done, I've done, I've done worse. So yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm like talking about. One time, I was supposed to be talking about uh, what was I? I was watching. Yeah, I was talking about the NBA or something. And I'm like, I'm not the biggest college football fan. It's like, what's he talking about? You know, <laughs> I was talking about the NBA draft. So it's like, yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's worse. So <laughs> no, no, no worries there. Uh, and no worries with the Wild going into the shootout with Carolina and the Wild come home. Nice, nice uh, time off here for the Wild, I'm sure. It felt good, though, unfortunately, the offense started pretty flat tonight. When, tonight, obviously, Wednesday, the the 13th of November, we defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs, the same team that uh, really made life difficult a few weeks back. Remember when he went into Toronto? Yep. Oh. It was a uh, 4-1. Lot. Yep, you are correct. They kicked their butts that night. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> and they were the top team in the Eastern Conference. And when you look at the current records for the Wild and Toronto, who's got the better record right now? Can you believe it? The Wild, yeah, the Wild is the better record. It's just crazy when you think about that, isn't it? Yeah. 11-4-4, Toronto's 11-6-1. The Wild have the better record. Isn't that nuts? Are they eleven and seven now, or eleven and oh, probably eleven six and and one? one. Yep. Yeah, that's the update. We were the one there. Yeah, we're like the one at the end. We're the ones that you know. I mean, we caused that. That's their first uh, OT or shootout loss of the year. Uh huh. Yeah, we were the ones that did it. We gave them their first. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They've either won or lost pretty much. Um, you know, one maybe one in the shootout or. 
loss in regulation type of deal. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice nice night for the Wild uh, when you're not when your offense really isn't clicking all too great. And of course, Toronto's goalie is insane. I mean, he's really good, Jonathan Bernier. Do you like him, Neil? Do you like him? Uh, no. Uh, no, I hate him, Joe. <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah. He had a good game, though. Mm-hmm. He played really good. Yeah, that's the whole deal. He play. He's 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 a hell of a goalie, no doubt. He's an he's an up and comer. It takes goalies forever. Oh, go ahead. We just kind of got a flaky goal. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much with uh with uh. You mean uh, Zach Parisi's goal? Yeah. How dare you? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I was giving you crap. Yeah, and it's a yeah. His save percentage is ninety four, and yeah, he was a first round draft pick years ago. He but he had to back up Jonathan Quick. It's like, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I'm guessing they saw him as the goalie of the future, but Jonathan Quick just emerged past him, and that's what happens. You know, he was kind of well. He he got a lot of he, he got a decent amount of time in 2010. But 2011, it's like, you know, obviously everybody knew who Jonathan Quick was, and they had a nice backup. That was this guy. He goes to Toronto in the offseason, and, man, save percentage is about 94 right now. He's, he's one of the top goalies right now. But he's not a, yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, quite a goaltender. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see... Uh, Backstrom getting knocked out of the game. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yep, Nicholas Backstrom is struggling, isn't he? And obviously now the uh, injury, right? Mm-hmm. Nikki is injured again. Um, oh man, <laughs> yeah, the poor guy. He just can't seem to get a break this year. He either goes in and he gets hurt, or he has a he gets shelled, or what the heck? It's 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 unfortunate. Ah. Uh, not sure exactly of his status at this point in time, but yeah, it's um, mm, it's a it's it's been a it's it's been a struggle for Backstrom. I mean, we re-signed him obviously in the off season to a uh, more cap friendly type of deal, but yeah, it's just um, it's been an ongoing deal with him, unfortunately. Did you say that uh, um, Gerard hit? Um, Hit Granlin up high too. Oh, tell got, me about that one. Oh, talk about that one. You got a five minute uh major. Mm. He uh came in well, went up high and checked him uh um hit him in, in the helmet and stuff and but uh, luckily he just got chicken up a little bit. Yeah, last thing we need is another Dustin Brown type of incident, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, because that's a, you know, obviously there's uh, Randland's line mate there, Jason Tominville. You know, obviously he wasn't his line mate at the time last year, but that really derailed the Wilds' offense last season going into the playoffs. Jason Tominville was the only guy scoring goals during that stretch when the Wilds were just barely out of the playoffs trying to sneak in. Pominville's the only guy scoring. It was like the Wild would lose two to one, three to one type of games, and it'd be Pominville would always be the guy that scored. Brown elbows him in the forehead, like gee thanks. And um, yeah, so it's like the last thing we need is something like that to happen to uh, Granlin. Yeah, he makes that line, so we would be really missing him. Mm-hmm. For for real, he's really 
he's a legit center in this league now, and it's crazy to think about that. I mean, last year he was taken away from the center position because they figured, ah, oh, he's just not physically ready for that because obviously it's a two-way position. You know, you can't just just rely on offense and passing and all. You got to be a defender. You got to be able to be a defender as well. Yeah. Yeah, son of a gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just goofy. Yeah, back... Huh? Sons of Biscuits. Sons of Biscuits, yep. And there was another injury, of course. This is Backstrom. Yep. Nicholas Backstrom, elbow to the head. Uh, So now he... uh, We'll see what happens going on here. Hopefully he doesn't have a concussion as well. Hmm. Yep. Nicholas Backstrom hitting the head with an elbow from Kadri. Yes, sir. Aren't you excited, Neil? Aren't you excited? And he only got uh he didn't even get uh um he didn't even get a major, he got a minor for just, like two minutes. Yeah, he just got a regular penalty. It's like, really? Mm. Yeah, rough go. I mean it was nice to see Backstrom in there, see what he can do because uh I guess Backstrom backup Backstrom out there. <laughs> it wouldn't be bad huh. if he was still a really good backup if if not like a platoon type of goalie. But um yeah. You know, platoon obviously getting similar amount of ice time between the two, but um, yeah, unfortunately he only had three saves at the time before he was taken out with that injury. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think we would have won that game, especially in the shootout if Backstrom was in there. He sucks at shootout. Yeah, that's the other thing. Isn't that true, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the one thing, yeah, that would could have been really, yeah, it's, that's the one thing, we, we may have lost the game. <laughs> so it's like, I guess it's, uh, it's it's a cold irony right there, isn't it? Mm. Mm, thank God for the victory. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you look at Backstrom's season numbers so far, obviously just not that of a starting goalie right now in this league, unfortunately for him, but it's another one of those that's how it goes type of things. <laughs> poor Backy, poor Backy. Uh, Mm-mm. Yes, sir. So then um, we will be previewing the games going into next week. we got Friday and Sunday. Uh, should we predict Tuesday? I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, just in case we have to. Yeah, let's predict Tuesday as well, uh, just in case we have to record Tuesday night. You know what I mean? That sounds yeah. good. Yeah, just, just to be safe. Uh, let's see. Who do we pick? Uh, I think... Oh, my goodness. I believe we both picked a win over Carolina. We didn't pick Toronto, unfortunately. Uh, I think, yeah, we both picked wins, didn't we? So we're one-on-one. Huh? one oh and one Yeah, we both picked, yep, yep, we both picked, we both, <laughs> we both picked wins over Carolina and Washington, and unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, we, we uh, got one loss. So it's like, eh, it happens, right? I want to count it as a loss, so I just count it as a, uh, a tie. One, one, oh, and one. Oh, look at you trying to complicate things. <laughs> That's what they do in the NHL. They just complicate everything, don't they? Yeah. And we have this wild card deal where six teams automatically are in, and then the yeah, it's just yeah. Well, obviously everybody's in anyway, but still, it's just they like to complicate it just just because they can, I suppose. Welcome to hockey, Neil. Welcome to hockey, right? No. <laughs> National Complication League. No. <laughs> but with that, uh, 
we'll wrap up the, the review segment quick and then take a break and go to the preview segment and a very brief check-in with the Aereo, Aereos, the Aereos, no, the Iowa Wild. Uh, so first, yeah, let's do our Mike Madano and James Shepard Memorial for the week. Dare we. Dare we do it, Neil. Dare we do it. Huh. Let's do it, yo. Neil, who's your Mike Madano? I would say crazy. Zach Parisi. Oh, I just love that. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, yep. Oh, talk about him a bit, at least during the course yeah. of his week. He's just on top of his game. He's uh, with the game tying goal tonight. You know, he's just mm-hmm. seems like he's always there, and uh, um, he uh, he did awesome in the shootouts and just. Mm-hmm. He, the team would miss him if uh, he, they lost him, just like uh, the Devils. I'm sure they're missing their star player. Yeah, it was a huge loss. That's for darn sure, and huge. Yeah, he's definitely an MVP type of player out there. At least for this. Yeah, I mean he he is he is an elite player. Pominville is really making a case for being an an All Star player in this league, and I think he is. Um, man, for me, uh, it, it's so spread out this week. It's not like one guy got like five goals or whatever. It's a, yeah, I mean, Pominville is kind of a consistent guy again. Uh, he was an easy Mike Madonna last week. This week, oh, man, I'm kind of bouncing around between like Pominville, Gramlin, and Parisi. It's like imagine that, huh? So, yeah. so I'm gonna give it to Clayton Stoner. Yes. No, I'm oh. kidding. No. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm just, yeah, sorry. I, I'll, I'll go back-to-back back. Jason Pominville. Yeah, Jason Pominville to me is the, oh, my God. It's like I won't, no, yeah, I'll I'll go with Pominville just for the sake of being, uh, just, just to be different. And, of course, yeah, I mean, I, I think he also was extremely good out there, without a doubt. He really was getting it done, good passing, good uh, offensive awareness, all that good stuff, vision on the ice. He is a he, he's an all-star player in this league, and obviously so is Zach, and so is Harding. Shoot, I mean he's he should be getting a Madonna one of these weeks. It's 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 it's, it's coming for him. Yeah, he Jan- de- definitely deserves it for uh, the shootout wins that he he's got. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. It's almost tempting to give it to him now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's been so valuable. He really has. Um, Josh Harding is the Mike Madonna for this week. There we go. Sorry, Jason Pominville. You'll 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 be getting more. Jason Pominville is going to have a full trophy case of Mike Madonna awards. So Josh Harding's first ever Mike Madonna award. There you go, Josh Harding <laughs> from Palatino Joey. Yep, you got Nate Dog getting a lot of Zach Parisi's over there. He's got Zach Parisi's got a lot of Nate Dog awards over there. Yes. Oh, yeah. So some James Shepard Memorial, it's it's tough. It's, uh, it is kind of hard to pick a James Shepard Memorial for this one. Um, mm, it's tough, isn't it? Oh, and by the way, I should mention, of course, Keith Ballard's out, uh, out now for a, for a few weeks, unfortunately, as well. So that that stinks. Aren't you excited? Oh no. Yeah, he's got to stop getting injured, dang it. He's been so valuable when he's actually playing, but he had, like, concussion symptoms. Um, This one, it's like, ah. Well, he was a back, Joe, so that's that's 
those guys never do good. Which one? Ballard. Yeah, right now it's an upper body injury. Woo, that's that's detailed. <laughs> but before it was like a concussion symptoms. This time, doggone it, I can't remember what it was. It, but yeah, because like now it's gone to that upper, you know what I mean, where they they it's really tight or whatever. They're really mm-hmm. tight about talking about injuries with with hockey players. I had it and I lost it. Yep. Oh, yeah, but it's going to be a while, though, unfortunately. It's going to be a few weeks. It might even be four to six. How about that? Mm-hmm. It sucks. So valuable, but uh, I guess that means Dumba is going to be playing for sure now. Yeah. Good old Dumba. You like him? No, he's dumb. Oh, look at that burn. <laughs> I guess I'll go with Heatley again. Poor Heatley. I'm still just picking on him, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Niederreiter's kind of gotten a little quiet of late. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not giving him no, like, uh, no, he's not getting a job. Uh, what's it called? James Shepard. I'm, I'm going to go with Heatley. He's just lack of production. Do you have a James Shepard, or do you do you, do you wish to pass on, on that one? Oh, yeah, there's not really, uh, uh well, I guess, uh, Another guy who's been pretty quiet um, as of late is uh, Matt Cook. Mm-hmm. He has quieted a bit. But uh, their line seems to be doing better. They're talking about it. And they're mm-hmm. like with uh, Brodziak and... Uh, Fontaine, yep. Fontaine, yep. Yeah, that third line. Yeah, it's a. It was really good for a while. Now, now it's getting a little bit quieter. Fun. Fontaine's still scoring. He's he's kind of the Pominville of that line, isn't he? Yeah. Fontaine's that Pominville guy. Yeah, he's he's like he's the goal scorer of the line. Of course, Brozniak's the face-off king and all that good stuff, like the Koivu. And then Cook is the. Uh, well, I guess he's a very poor man's uh, uh, <laughs> Charlie Cook. I can't say that. That's really bad. Joe, don't ever call him Charlie Coyle. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, so I suppose, uh, yeah, for me it's Heatley again because I'm just going to be mean and pick on him all year probably. And for you it's Matt Cook. Monsieur. Yeah. Okay. just going to call him because I can't really say it to anybody and you kind of took up Heatley, so. Mm-hmm. I'm Matt Cook, so he better um, start a... Uh, Start doing something over here, else you might get one next week too for me. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Cook's gonna be taking that threat serious. He's, he's gonna get a. He's, he's gonna get three goals this week. Watch, it's coming. Oh yeah. The cook is in the oh. kitchen. Yeah. What now? I can't believe they call him Cookie. That just sounds so girlyish. What the heck, you know? <laughs> What kind of nickname is that? You know, I mean, I understand, like, it's it's almost almost his name. He just had a little I in there. But come yeah. on, you know, that, that's a girl's name. Look at that. Look at that. This this guy, he's supposed to be this. Okay, maybe he's not tough. If he's if he's a cheap shot artist, that doesn't mean you're tough, does it? <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I, I would have almost given it to Scandella, but the way he directed that pass early on, though, and, uh, yeah, it was a good one. In uh, the Carolina game, that was a good one. The one that led to the yeah. Fontaine goal. I liked that. I liked it. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems like it seems like the lower end guys always play together at the same time. Yeah, but I mean, obviously the lines on offense, but they have the defensive guys in there as well. I don't necessarily like to call Scandella lower end, but right now he's kind of that's all he's kind of been. He's pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Scandella. Yeah. Scandelli, he can open his open up his own deli shop. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to at this point, isn't he? Oh. Scandelli. All right. Oh, so with that, uh, we can take a quick break if you're ready, and then we will do the previews and to call it a show. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back after this announcement. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Back here on Brave the Wild, episode number 69, which is a reminder for all of you out there on your mobile devices, simply download us on iTunes for your Apple devices. Uh, On your Android devices, download the Double Twist application, and you can use that the same way people would use iTunes. Just look us up in the podcast section and download Brave the Wild and listen. That way you don't have to listen in front of a computer unless you want to. On thesportstuff.com, which is obviously the flagship website, of this show always recommend you do check out that website though regardless if you want to listen and uh from from the computer or not worthwhile place to check out wonderful shows like this timberwolves explosion purple mafia the crossover uh without a curse and others so good stuff that's a boston red sox show by the way but uh yeah time to do some previewing are you ready to prognosticate mr nate dog Yes, sir. Like, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can't do it as good, can I? <laughs> <laughs> starting to cough over here. That's not good. All right, so where are we? Three games to preview, yes. Yeah, we have oh. the Florida Panthers coming to town. Florida Panthers coming to town on Friday, November the 15th. Oh, boy, we owe them one, don't we? Yeah, so. um... <laughs> I guess they just beat uh, the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> what about that? Anaheim Ducks? Yeah, they beat the Anaheim Ducks. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. What? 
what? And like you look at their record, it's like who who did? For one, it's like really we lost to this team. They're four and eleven, and we lost to them. Oh. And that was a real that was a really crappy game. I remember being like irate that night. Yeah. Tim Thomas, remember he started the season really bad, and then it's it's Tim Thomas again. But then since then, it's like eh, you know, average numbers. I mean, not not terrible, but average. Mm-hmm. My God, I didn't realize just how old he is. He's really old. He's almost forty. Tim Thomas turns wow. forty. Yeah, yep. On April fifteenth, he's forty already. What the hell? He's been yeah. He is pretty old. Wow. Well, tender. He usually uh, can go a little longer than um, players. Yeah, that's for sure. Than skaters. Yep. I mean, <laughs> look at Dominic Hasek. It seemed like remember how many times he kept coming back. It's like, my goodness, Dominic Hasek is still playing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, gosh, it seems like maybe like a year ago, oh, Dominic Hasek was still in Detroit. It's like, wh- what? Like, I mean, he was old in like 98. I, I remember back in 98 when he was on the Buffalo Sabres, he was already getting pretty old when they went to the finals in, or 99, excuse me, when they lost to the Dallas Stars in the finals. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Dallas Stars. But, uh, yeah, Florida comes to town. Can we get revenge on these sons of guns? Can we do it? I think so. Like, no, Joe, they're going to lose. You know it. Yeah, Joe. Did they really beat the Ducks on their... They're (laughs) going to be quite a challenge. I can't believe they beat the Ducks. And, and yeah, they're terrible. They're like... Excuse me, Florida's terrible. They're like 4-11, but they beat the Ducks. They beat the Ducks, Neil. What the heck? Good, Good find there, obviously. And, yeah, like, you look at their schedule, it's like you're... I'm stunned. Yeah, they they snapped a, a nine-game losing streak that night, a three-to-two victory over a 15-and-4 team. So that uh, Florida team is a pain in the butt, aren't they? They can really, yeah. They were down by two, also, which is crazy. They're down by two, and Florida came all the way back, three goals in a row over the course of time. Two quickies in the second, and then a early goal in the third period, and Tim Thomas the rest of the way shut him down. I can't believe it. Wow. Huh. Oh, <laughs> okay, I can't believe Florida won that game, but the good news is, yeah, you got your win. Now you're all excited. You snapped the losing streak, but let's uh, let's just start it. Let's just start a new one for them, huh? Does that sound good? Oh, yeah. they're not going to be as motivated to end the losing streak. <laughs> no, <laughs> that sounds goofy, but hey, that, that that could take effect, and and it is at home for the Wild. Yep, you did pretty good at home. Mm-hmm. For the most part, yep, except, you know, we have been really good at home this year, haven't we? Yeah. It was just real early in the year. Yeah, like L.A. and all that good stuff. Oh, so frustrating. L.A. and Anaheim, the, the California curse, I call it. But, uh, yeah, I do think the Wild will win this game. I, I got to think so. Yeah, I definitely think that we're going to pull it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, and I got to think there's been a little, there was a little frustration after the way that one went uh, last month in October, late October. There, oh, that was a, that was a painful loss for the Wild. I definitely don't want to see another shootout because <laughs> yeah, really, they're getting pretty lucky on these shootouts. Mm-hmm. It's been, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like you don't want the luck to run out again. It's definitely happened. <laughs> We've been on the short end of of those quite a few times. 
So then on Sunday, November the 17th, a, a team that a lot of people dub as our new rival, the Winnipeg Jets, Devin Sitaguchi in tow, come to XL Energy Center. Oh, yeah. How about the Winnipeg Jets? Ooh. The rival from the north. I wouldn't mind going and seeing that game. Wouldn't that be fun? It would be an amazing game mm-hmm. to watch. Mm. Yeah, it would be. And yeah, I, I, I do think that rivalry is going to pick up, though. The good news is, though, the Wild are so good right now. We might be looking, we'll be setting our sights higher than the Winnipeg Jets, who are a 500 team. Might be looking at like Chicago's of the world. That would be cool if we could actually become rivals with Chicago. That would be an honor, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Joe, stop worshiping the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> stop it, Joe. Stop. Call yeah, it they're just white trash. Oh, yeah, pretty much. No, I'm kidding. I can't, you know, we're two points behind Chicago right now and two points behind Colorado. The stupid Avalanche keep winning, like, every game. It's like, man, yeah, we're only two points behind them. That's how good the Wild are right now. This is a real team right here. Two points behind the Avalanche? Yeah, the Avalanche and the uh, the Hawks. The Blackhawks, of course. Can you believe it? Uh-uh. Yeah, we are right there, my friend, right there, literally. That it's is amazing. It's Hmm? It's amazing. It's amazing. It's really cool. Keep it up this time, Mike. Yo, keep it up. Don't be breaking our hearts again. I will. I will just lose my mind if I'll somehow have another collapse. Okay, I gotta stop thinking that. Don't say it. Right? <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Someone's gonna kill me. I gotta stop this nonsense, don't I? Don't make me get the purple mafia after you. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, you're supposed to be the king of the purple mafia. Now you're just now you're jinxing your own team, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. How dare you, Neil? How dare you? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. So, let's see, what am I thinking? Uh, Winnipeg Jets come to town. Who's who's this Devin Gucci guy? Have you ever heard of him? Like, eh. Yeah, nah, I've never heard of that. Oh, that clown, right? Yeah, that clown. <laughs> uh, it's like he had talent, but man, he's he's just he's he's a low IQ player. There's no doubt. That's been the rip on him pretty much for forever. Uh, they're they're kind of a thrown together team. They have some talent, and they it's just kind of a weird mix. Yeah, they're they're not bad though. I mean, I, it'd be nice to see them compete for a playoff berth. I still hate that flipping logo. I mean, go ahead, Labat. I mean, it's it's Labat blue. That's all it is. It's not a it's not a hockey logo. Bring bring back the retro logo. Seriously, what's this obsession with? Oh, we got to start over. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I hate it. Bring back the old logo. So much better. Oh. Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, they're you got Brian Little, Andrew Ladd. They're the ones leading the team in scoring by by a fairly wide margin. Devin Sinaguchi only nine points in nineteen games. Actually, well, in a lot of ways, yeah, I, I would rather have Nino Niederreiter than Devin Sinaguchi at this stage because that's basically. Wow. Yeah, would you? Uh, Am I a bit far-fetched with that one? I don't know. Uh, to me, I kind of like Devin Sotoguchi, too. Look at you. And, yeah, I mean, because, like, both of them provide, you know, power. You know, they're, like, power forwards. Yeah. They've got that strength. They can crash the boards and stuff and do some hits. Obviously, Sotoguchi was quite the hitter last year, <laughs> if that sounds okay. But, um... 
I don't know. Right now, I like Niederreiter a little more, at least long term, I should say. Maybe not even like you know for like this this moment. Uh-huh. But long term, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm definitely a uh, more on Nito Niederreiter's bandwagon wagon versus uh, Setaguchi. Both of them, their IQ isn't too high. Where Niederreiter is still young enough, where I gotta think it's going to uh, continue to develop. Mm-hmm. Their hits are about identical. Niederreiter's got 38, 35 boards at Gucci. So there you go. They're they're very similar. They're point. They're only one point difference. Niederreiter with ten, Seto with nine. Uh, Winnipeg is a team that's yeah, like I said, kind of thrown together. There's talent, but at the same time, they're not they're not winning at a high level right now. Uh, I do think the Wild can win this game def- definitely, especially at home. It's not going to be easy though. Yeah, definitely. I think we've got a great shot to pull out another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at our positivity. We're <laughs> And I'm definitely not a homer, you know, as you guys probably knew that over the years, right? Mm. But, but but when the team's playing well, I, I, I get a good feeling, and it's like it's it's it sure is fun to be positive, though, isn't it? Uh, Joe, you're a homer. Admit it. Uh, <laughs> Joe to So we're both picking wins against Florida and Winnipeg, right? Yep. Wow, can you believe it? Look at our positivity. Look at us. Just We're just the happiest guys in the world, aren't we? <laughs> Definitely. I think uh, a lot of Minnesota fans are happy right now with their team. Yeah, this is so fun. Oh, my God, it's so fun. I mean, yeah, and it'd be nice to not have to go to a shootout this time. i, I got to think the players are, are tired, actually, because they've been, yeah, you have to skate in overtime, which is it's exhausting, you know. So, yeah. and I know it's five minutes versus like working two extra hours at work, which some people have to do on a regular basis, which has got to get really old after a while. <laughs> oh. oh, it's got to get sickening. But and and they don't get paid like them, you know, five million a year to do it. But anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, uh, the Wild head to hockey's mecca, Montreal, Quebec. Be excited about that one. I like that. Tuesday, November the 19th. You know, I I really like this schedule. God, this, this is so cool, isn't it? How they finally switch things to where you play everybody. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's uh, pretty awesome, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You like it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that we're not playing the same division teams over and over. You know what I mean? Didn't it get boring seeing Edmonton like every two nights? I <laughs> uh, don't like Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, it, it just got boring. So it's cool that we can see like Montreal, Toronto, and stuff like all like every year instead of like once every three years or something or whatever it was. But yeah, the Wild head to Montreal Tuesday, November the nineteenth. Now that, that won't be an easy one, no doubt. Uh, I've I, I don't know if the Wild have ever won there actually, but no, I'm sure they have. Just not very often. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't you love those Montreal Canadiens? No, that's Canada. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Going to get us both fired. Huh. Oh, yeah. Carey Price, yep. Uh, we played them recently, and we did beat them at home recently, but it was a close one. It was a tight-fought battle. Uh, for the sake of... Fairness, I go with loss in this one. I, I, it, it's a really tough place to play. 
Montreal's nine and eight. They're not exactly dominating the world, but I mean, I can't pick the Wild to win every game, can I? Huh. Mm. Uh, I think so, Joe. I think. Uh, Who do you? With the way we're playing. I think you can pick the uh, pick us, and you probably have a pretty good record. Mm. So you're going to go with a three and zero week? Oh yeah. Really? For real? Yep. Of course, Joe, and I'm going to be right. Yeah, Joe. And if you are right, wow, we will be in first place probably next week. I I, I got to think. I mean, we're going to be darn close to it, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Be like a point out or tied, something like that. Wow, that would be pretty awesome. It really what? would be. Hmm? Definitely. For sure, yeah. You know, and what's funny, yeah, they they have a defenseman leading them in scoring with 17 points already. So definitely a nice young prospect is he, P.K. Soban. P.K. Soban out of Toronto, Ontario. Yes, sir. He was a draft pick years ago, 2007. So he's not as, yeah, exactly super young. He's like 24 already. Ah, uh, yeah, he is a black Canadian, yes. And he's a very good player, <laughs> So good, good on the Montreal Canadiens for that one. And he likes rap music and he dances in the locker room. Oh, look at you! Hey. Oh, does he? Oh yeah. Oh, you know about that? Yep, I watched. Uh, you probably have. Some, huh? Watched something about the Canadians on uh, the NHL Network. Oh, okay, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I know what you mean now. So you do know about uh, you do know about Mr. Subban, don't you? Yep. Like he's an awesome player, Joe. I love him. We'll, yeah, we'll, he's pretty good. Yeah, we'll take him here, won't we? He's 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 got six more points than uh, Suter, so not bad. We could we could we could we could use him. We could use him. He could help replace Keith Ballard in a in a jiffy, huh? <laughs> uh, it's like we wish. Yeah, trade him. Trade him to Minnesota. Yeah, no, it'd be yeah, that'd be pretty fun. But Montreal, yeah, I mean they're they're such a hit and miss team. It's not even funny. Like some years it's like they're this big threat, and then the next year they're out of the playoffs. And look, this year they're like right in the middle somewhere. I I have no idea what to think about them. But I'll go with loss just to be safe at this point. So you got a three and a week bold prediction, Neil. Bold prediction. I hope you're right. Me too. Hmm. And how can you not? Uh, yes. So, very, very, very briefly, we'll do a little check in on the on the uh, Iowa Wild. See how some of the prospects are doing. Uh, Eric Kala, Jason Zucker, third in the team, uh, second and third in the team in scoring. Brian Connolly, defenseman with ten assists, leading the way in scoring as of right now. So it's like it's mostly you just we're just checking to see how the prospects are doing. Uh, guys like Brett Balmer's kind of struggling. Zach Phillips started strong. He's slowed down a bit. A six point in 12 games. Balmer's only got five points in 11. Uh, so some of these uh, prospects not doing so hot. Zucker, we've heard uh, time and again. It's just, uh, is he ready for the NHL or not? And I'm beginning to wonder. It's uh, it's kind of a bummer. Z- Zucker looked like one of those guys. He was going to be on the second line at one point. Like the way Granlin's exceeding right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you. It's like we thought at one point that Zucker was going to be with Granlin on that second line and just playing really well, like maybe a Granlin Zucker, Pominville type of deal. But uh, no, <laughs> instead it's Nino Nino Ryder. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know about that guy, Zucker. Mm-hmm. But so promising. What was it last year? Yeah. When he was when he was playing. Yeah, for real. He really did look uh, promising. He, he looked like he was going to be this this goal scorer. Uh, he came in just in time for the playoffs last year because the Wild need some type of scoring punch. Looked pretty good. Uh, Scandella, same thing. Looked solid, strong, legit player. Uh, Scandella did make the the Wild roster, and he's hung on, luckily, but not really scoring. But uh, he's made good plays, though, defensive plays and keeping the puck in the zone and all that good stuff and out of our zone. But uh, Zucker is just, mm, I don't know, maybe it's just his uh, hockey sense. Not quite what the Wild looking for just yet. Yeah. Come on, Zucker, Can't. come on. Hmm? Yeah, come on, Zucker, what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Eric Halla doing a little bit better, which is very cool. He's another left winger. Uh, someday, I hope Eric Halla makes this team. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that'd be fun. I, I think, I got a feeling he's going to be on the Wild roster at some point. It'd be I don't know if it's going to be third line, fourth line, what the deal is. Who knows? Maybe he'll sneak all the way up to number two. You, you never know. Uh, with Mike Yo, anything could happen. <laughs> it's a shuffle deck of cards with him, isn't it? I think uh, he'd be better than Vayu. Oh, God, yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Vayu. <laughs> yep, he's back in Iowa. And he's, yep, Stefan Vayu is back in Iowa where he probably belongs. Poor, poor guy, right? And Tyler Kuma, one of uh, Doug Risebrow's last draft picks, first round or the Wild traded up to get him. Uh, he's had injury issues, and when he's healthy, he's just uh, well. He's, he's his offensive numbers are are about as good as Scandella's are here at the NHL level. So that does give you an indication of what you know, how uh, you know un, uninvolved he's been pretty much, at least on the offensive side. Defensively, well, he's not been good enough to make the pros because if he was, he he would be here. Don't you love Tyler yeah. Kuma? Hmm? Like no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like an unknown at this point. I mean, the Wild traded up to get him. It's a, it's like ugh. Sometimes when you trade, it seems like those trade ups are always like a bust. Like Colton Gilly, same thing. Wild traded up to get him, bust. You know, it's like eh. Colton Gilly's is a joke. Yeah, I don't even know where that guy is right now. Yeah, he went to uh, Columbus, of all teams, because uh, what's-his-name seemed to work well with him. Um, Richards, I guess, supposedly. But then it was like one goal in like 20 games, or one point in 20 games. Like, ah, the same piece of junk as always. <laughs> I'm so mean. <laughs> a, a, he's basically a first-round pick that does absolutely nothing. So, mm-hmm. so oh, well, good for him, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like talking prospects. It's it's fun. It's fun. I do enjoy it. But with that, if you have uh, any closing comments, prospects suck, Joe. Look at you. How dare you say that? No. <laughs> some do. Some don't. Yeah, a lot of them suck, though. Yeah, a, a lot of them do suck, unfortunately. <laughs> In the end. but some of them emerge into something. I hope that's like the hope, isn't it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> prospects suck. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, a lot of the Wilds uh, high-end ones, though, have been meeting expectations for the most part. Very cool. I mean, people just glow about Coyle. I want to see him start to put up some offensive numbers. I can't wait. So that would be my closing thoughts for this episode. Yeah, I think uh, him and Fontaine and uh, mm-hmm. 
a neato neater rider. They're definitely looking good for uh, um, for such for being so young and stuff, and it's gonna be awesome watching the games, you know, that are coming up. Absolutely, and the continued development and emergence of Grandland as well to go along with that group. Oh man, it's just. It's exciting. You know, yeah, Granlin, Coyle, Brodeen are like the elite prospects. But then, yeah, like the ones you mentioned as well, to see them uh, continue to develop in the coming weeks and months, very exciting. I mean, it's just, boy, this this has been a joy covering this team this year. And I, I just, uh, it's been a pleasure. And I've really enjoyed doing the show with you on a weekly basis lately. It's just been great. I hope we can keep doing this uh, all year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely have, having a blast. Uh, with you too on the show and it's just been a great thing to be able to talk about your favorite team every week and stuff and get involved with the games and stuff mm-hmm. it, it really is it's been a lot of fun keeping up and doing this so yep always a pleasure doing this with you and yeah let's just keep doing this and keep keep kicking butt on radio here <laughs> I really All enjoy right. it mm-hmm. yeah. Mark Mark Carlson's having a good time as well watching hockey. He's been learning it a bit, watching it and listening to our show. We 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 love you, Mark. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mark Carlson on the Facebook page. Yes, sir. Yep. So yeah, do join the Facebook page out there if you could. Uh, also, there's at Brave the Wild on Twitter. Simply follow that. It's one word at Brave the Wild, and look up Brave the Wild on Facebook and simply click like on the Facebook page and comment all you like. I'll give um, Mark Carlson a yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark Carlson, yes, sir. Yep, he's a multi-gold star winner on on Purple Mafia. That's the comment of the week on that page because that page gets gets a lot of comments. So I like to give people a little uh, like uh, imaginary awards like that, like you know, because you know it's a it's fun. You know, you get the comment of the week. So they enjoy it, and I enjoy it too. So, yes, uh, thanks again, Neil, and uh, continued success for the Wild. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. <laughs> other than that, though, other than that, though, uh, both of us predicting a successful week. We do hope it continues. And, uh, well, if there's nothing more, it's pretty much simply a go wild and keep it up. Yeah. Let's go wild. <laughs> Let's go wild. Yes, sir. Take care, everybody. We will be back next week.